Coming up, how we can avoid hurting others with our words. Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known Torah scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights that will make home life better. And I'm speaking with author and popular lecturer, the principal of Benos Avigal Seminary, Rebetzin Sipora Heller, who is also a senior lecturer at Neve Yerushalayim. Welcome, Rebetzin Heller. Thank you for having me here. We're talking about Shmir's Halash and guarding our tongue and our children. So what is the basic definition of guarding our tongue? Communication is the foundation of all relationships. It's also what makes us human in the most absolute sense of the word. Mm -hmm. So nothing could be more critical in the way you relate to your children than helping them through the maze of knowing how to communicate in a way that's positive and constructive as opposed to the opposite. In fact, the famous Vilna Gaon, the great genius of Vilna, said that of all of the mistakes we could possibly make, this is so grave that even in the case of a person who studied a great deal of Torah, very knowledgeable person, and did many good deeds, the damage that's done through bad communication can't be covered by any of that. Communication is that vital. Mm-hmm. So the underlying premise with communication is that we're born with a great need for connection with each other. And in fact, when you consider what would your life be if you couldn't communicate, many of you have seen people who due to various physical tragedies are unable to communicate their, their needs. And even if they can through a word border with the many devices that people have today, They can't communicate their inner thoughts or feelings. This is terrible. So communication, however, is a two-edged sword. It could kill three people as well as creating pure connection. What do I mean when I say it could kill three people? Many of you heard from your parents, sticks and stones could break your bones, but words can never harm you. What a lie. Words could be more painful than sticks or stones or broken bones. Who do they kill? They kill the speaker. When you speak negatively, what you do is you hear yourself and you side, consciously or subconsciously, with negativity. Your idea of interesting becomes negative. You become unable to see what's good and beneficial and beautiful in the world or in other people. I remember once reading about Dorothy Parker, who was so witty and so clever, but so cynical. She died alone in a hotel room. Mm -hmm. She trusted no one. Mm -hmm. Speaking badly also kills the listener. You convey to them that the world's a bad place, that people are bad, that you can't trust anyone. And you make them afraid to have a genuine relationship with any person in the world because of their fear of vulnerability. So this is great and severe harm. And oftentimes, you harm the person about whom you're speaking because their reputation and the way they're thought of by others could be totally wiped out by one sentence or two sentences. You have someone, for instance, who was just introduced to your friend Gloria 
a nice guy, Ronnie. Gloria says, hey, you know Ronnie from back in Detroit. And you say, Ronnie, <laughs> you're going out with him? Well, I guess everybody has their own way of doing things. Oh, You've killed it. She may have a whole different feeling towards him. You may find him boring. She may find him deep. You may find him silly. She may find him lighthearted. You don't know. Mm -hmm. You can kill people like this. So because of this, Jewish law, which is called halacha, means the way to walk, has distinct ways of guarding ourselves from killing ourselves, our listeners, or other people. And our children will learn it from us. There's a story in the Talmud of a woman who during the time of the Roman oppression in the Second Temple era was so out of line that she entered the Holy Temple and he, she looked at the altar and said, you're a wolf. Wow. You just take and you don't give. And I want to tell you what the sages immediately said. Who were her parents? What kind of speech did she hear at home? If your, par if your children hear you speaking negatively about everyone and everything, you know who's going to be the first on their target? You. Mm -hmm. They'll speak about you negatively and critically. So therefore, the main rule of teaching proper communication is to communicate positively. Learn to say what you want, not what you don't want. Learn not to take an interest when children have tales to tell about each other. When they speak cruel to, cruelly about each other, which happens all the time, they're children. You have to correct them. They don't know better. You have to give them alternative ways of saying the same thing. Ruthie is a dope. She's so stupid. Look <laughs> at her picture. It's so dumb. Mm. Child could say that. Mm -hmm. So saying, Ruti loves to make things out of clay. I think that's wonderful. And if she doesn't make such nice pictures, that's your opinion. So why don't you just say it that way? You could say, that's my opinion. Mm. Doesn't say she means she's a dope. It means that you <laughs> don't think she draws well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there are different categories of forbidden speech. I want to touch upon each one of them. Good. The first one is called Lashon Hara, which means an evil tongue. So notice the tongue is inside. You don't see your tongue. It's not like the lips. It means that inside of you, you see things negatively and critically. Lashon Hara is what you communicate, is anything that's harmful or negative, unless there's a reason to get the information across. If there's a benefit, for instance, a child has to know if someone touched them in the wrong place, they should talk about it. If something happens that's distressful, they should talk about it. But their intent should be finding a solution and improving things, not just saying more and more negative things about people. Children also need to vent, so you have to hear them. And then if you heard them and you let them know by repeating what they said in other words, mm -hmm. You try to give whatever they, whatever they said a more positive frame. Let's move to solution. There's rechilut. When children say things, or adults for that matter, they say things that they know will cause bad feelings. Let's say one child broke another child's new computer toy. And they said they couldn't pay back. 
And then you go to that child and say, oh, look who got a new bicycle. Now that child is going to be upset about their saying that they had no money for the computer toy. Why say it? If they can get the money back in some way, that's one thing. But if it's just talk, no good. I also thought that Ruchi Lud is also saying, um, did you hear what so-and-so said about you? So when the, what so-and-so said is negative, it's Ruchi Lud. Like, mm-hmm. you think your roommate likes you? Mm. You should see how she talks as soon as you're not in the room. But saying, um, Rabbi Cohen really commended you in front of the whole community, that's fine. Right. Okay, Okay. last one Mm -hmm. for our purposes Mm -hmm. is called motzi shame ra, giving somebody a bad reputation. So that happens when you take something that's genuinely negative, but you exaggerate it. So a molehill becomes a mountain. Suppose your hot child sees you when you came home from the cleaner. And you say, Ajax Cleaner, well, they're a bunch of thieves. Look at that. I gave them this skirt. It's supposed to have pleats. Look at it. All you should have said is, Ajax Cleaner didn't, I have to call them. The pleats are out of my skirt. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. don't have to call them thieves. Mm -hmm. So these are the basic rules you have to know. Again, nothing said that's harmful or negative unless there's a positive outcome that you're looking for. Nothing that will cause bad feelings, especially if it was repeated. And finally, nothing exaggerated when you can get across your point by speaking more simply and more positively. So my best wishes to you. that You not only have a good day, but a whole new beginning in your communications and teach that to your kids. That's lovely. Thanks so much, Robinson Heller. And for other great insights and information about guarding our tongue, check out H.com. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.